the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. It's been a, a day filled with drama and intrigue and maybe a little heartache here at the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the afternoon, I thought, well, you know, every, every workplace has a communal kitchen. And of course, the communal kitchen suffers because it's not your kitchen. Nobody really takes care of it. But then those who like and need space walk in and go, it's messy in here. So the, uh, the communal um, microwave oven. Which is nasty. Oh, man. I mean, that was nasty. So I had just had enough. I said, I'm going to clean that thing out. So I took a wet... Why did you, why did you come to this point all of a sudden? Because I, I put something in there earlier today, and I thought, do I really want to put my, my food yeah, in that no. thing? Yeah, no. The answer, of course, is no. I mean, it was like a Petri dish from, you know, <laughs> the edge of the earth. It was horrible looking. So I just took a, <laughs> what I thought was a, a semi-wet sponge and wiped it out and cleaned it. Cleaned it really, really well. It mm-hmm. looked really good. Multiple trips to, with the sponge. And then I turned it on, and it exploded. And <laughs> and now the microwave is dead. I killed the microwave today. <laughs> oh, now, wait. Did you, like, leave some aluminum foil in uh, No, or? no. I don't think I did anything uh, untoward. Uh, although there are those who say maybe it was too wet, and maybe I got Oh, there some... are those who say that. Well, there's there been the... conversation. Because then, of course... <laughs> Has it been conversation? The assembled gathered in the uh, in the kitchen there after that happened after the incident because it was burning and smoking and kind of like on fire. Oh wow! Kind of like on fire, and it smelled, and so I I, tr- I truly did. And I, I repented immediately. I confessed this is what I did. But then the you know the assembled gathered and they was this like sort of post mortem on the uh, aforementioned microwave, and the thing was old. Right. I mean, so it. I mean, it's been here longer than I've been here. Oh, it's a yeah. It's Seriously, old. it's been here longer than me. And it's one of those little ones. You know, it's not like it was like a high quality. Some, it probably cost 60 bucks. That's my guess. So maybe now it costs twenty nine ninety nine. Now it's it, now there's a big sign on it that says do not use. And so management said, we're going to get a new one. Oh. So there we go. That's, so you did the right thing. All's well that ends Good well. Good for you, John. Right. So there's, you know, the lesson is clean up your own mess. Okay. Exactly. Because I'm not your roommate. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Nor am I your spouse. Okay. So just, right. anyway, just trying to do the right thing. And of course, it's what it's want to do. It blows up in your face. Anyway, happy weekend. Thank you. Is it time for me to tell you? Tell me what. Uh, your weekend has begun. Fabulous. Seven minutes past the four o'clock hour. Thank you, sir. Our lonely fan out there in the midst of nowhere. Seven minutes after four. Uh, at least all in this right. Uh, all's right and well in this corner yes, of the world. Yes, that is true. Tonight mm-hmm. is the Jeff Allen Show. All right. John and I will see you out there. Uh, Impact Christian Church. Uh, the show gets underway at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be emceeing your evening. And we sure hope you can join us. If right. you have not purchased tickets yet, buy them online before you come. Yeah. 
Perfect time. I mean, what are you doing tonight anyway? Are you hanging out? Come on. Go Come. to see somebody who's going to really yeah. make you laugh. I think it's a, a Jeff Allen. I mean, what a resume that guy has. He's been around a few times, hasn't he? Sure he sure has. He's been all over the place. So, yeah. It's not like, you know, you're going to hear your, you know, your uncle, you know, Bob, you know, tell jokes in the backyard. This guy's wow. a pro. It's big time. Right. It's not right. dad jokes. This is a professional. <laughs> Exactly. We're going to say coming yeah. up on today's program uh, in the five o'clock hour, uh, we'll welcome our good friend Doug Bursch back mm-hmm. from the other side of the nation. Man of we'll be talking about wrestling with God. Um, also, the Carnegie Museum has banned the diorama. You know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Scary. Um, also, things due in Pittsburgh this weekend and the week in review. Well, yeah, right. popular segment that we do here on the ride home coming up at five thirty-five. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, oh, Richard Miles going to join us yep. a little later just on, just a little bit. Show, right? uh-huh. And in this hour, we have this or that. Mm. The, oh no, no, four no, twenty-five. Not this. Or, oh, has, yeah, we did have this or that. Sorry. What? Oh, what's going <laughs> on, Lex? He's all like, oh, I think the microwave hurt him. Uh, the fumes. Maybe prefrontal cortex. The fumes hit me. Damaged somehow. Once, listen, isn't there's nothing more scary than like you know an appliance flaming and making noise like that. I actually, it is. I, I, I bet was. that was scary. I was a little taken back. No, I bet it was. Right. I bet it was. Scary. Anyway, the news cycle continues to move forward. The world continues to revolve. Kath, uh, you've got the news stories. I Without do. further ado, please give us the top four. I said it four. It's Friday. Thank God it's... <laughs> October 6th, 2023. Number one. The country of Lebanon faces one of the world's worst humanitarian crises, according to today's Wall Street Journal, with nearly four million people in need of food and other assistance, but less than half getting aid because of a lack of funding. Over the last four years, Lebanon has faced a compounding set of multiple crises that the World Bank describes as one of the 10 worst financial and economic crises since the middle of the 19th century. Lebanon started talks with the IMF back in 2020 to try to secure a bailout, but since reaching a preliminary agreement last year, the country's leaders have been reluctant to implement needed changes. The UN estimates, John, are you ready for this? 3.9 million people need humanitarian help in Lebanon. Lebanon is hosting the highest number of displaced persons per capita and per square kilometer in the world. Number two. Jailed Iranian human rights activist Nargis Mohammadi was awarded the 2023 Nobel Peace Prize today, pardon me, for her fight against the oppression of women in Iran. Mohammadi, for decades one of Iran's leading and most fearless human rights campaigners, has long spoken out for women's rights and the abolition of the death penalty. She's 51 years old. She was detained in late 2021, currently serving multiple sentences amounting to more than 10 years in Iran's notorious Evin prison for alleged propaganda activities. She's been a driving force in creating and maintaining activism in the Islamic Republic. On her Instagram profile today, her family said that they wanted to extend sincere congratulations to all Iranians, especially the courageous women and girls of Iran who have captivated the world with their bravery in fighting for freedom and equality. Since 2011, Mohammadi has been arrested 13 times, convicted five times, and sentenced to a total of 31 years in prison. Her husband is a fellow activist and writer. Uh, he previously spent 14 years in prison in Iran and now lives in France with their teenage twins. Number three, jobs in restaurants and bars surged back to pre-pandemic levels in September. 
The food services and drinking places segment added 61,000 jobs in September, according to today's Wall Street Journal, bringing it back to February 2020 levels for the first time since the pandemic. How about that? Elsewhere in the hospitality sector, John, accommodation employment rose by 16,000. It remains about 10% below its February 2020 level. That's all good news. And number four, it's been a season full of chaos and uncertainty, but Fat Bear Week is in process. Twelve ginormous bears have been chosen to figuratively battle it out for the crown on Fat Bear Tuesday. For the uninitiated, Fat Bear Week is a celebration of the brown bears of Katmai National Park as they binge before their annual hibernation. Fans can vote on their favorite from October 4th to October 10th and keep track of their favorite bears by watching Explore.com live cameras positioned around the park. (laughs) That is your top four at four. So what are the bears eating to get so fat? Well, interestingly enough, the bears can eat up to 40 salmon per day 40 salmon a day otis who's one of the front runners was seen clocking 42 last year that translates to are you ready for this One hundred thousand calories oh man a hundred thousand large a day can you believe that sustains them through the winter Mm -hmm. listen if you go to the uh the washington post today they have the most hilarious they do what they do for the march madness brackets but they have the bears they have little drawings of them. They have photographs. They talk about Otis and Colbert and Grazer and Svetlana. What? Are people are betting on this? Who's the new? Oh yeah, new kid on the block. Oh my god. Um, Holly, uh, Bucky Dent, <laughs> Walker, uh, Electra. My god. And then there are three on the bench. Uh, number nine, ten, eight, fifty-six, and oh eight nine, also called Backpack. Or those the dark horses? Yes, are mm-hmm. very uh-huh. nice. All right, fat bear. So we can watch this unfold on Tuesday. It's hilarious. Really? You have to see it. You have to All see right. it. Listen, they. I, I watched Otis today. Yeah, he's twenty-seven years old, and he came out of hibernation at the beginning of this year. Yeah, like emaciated, and he didn't have any teeth. Oh my gosh! He did not have any teeth, but now he's absolutely shockingly huge. A hundred thousand calories a day. One hundred one point five WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. What we see in Isaiah chapter fifty-three is known as a messianic prophecy, and it is of invaluable importance to us because it points to Jesus as the Messiah. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. If you trade stocks, then you know avoiding pitfalls is the biggest challenge for both new and experienced investors. Vantage Point's dual-patented artificial intelligence provides a powerful solution to this problem by offering predictive accuracy, emotional neutrality, and diverse market forecasts for today's active traders. Vantage Point's AI analyzes billions of data points in seconds, so you get highly accurate predicted market conditions for the next trading day. Take the emotion out of your trading. Text the word money to 813-813. Navigate the financial markets with confidence using AI. Text M-O-N-E-Y to 813-813 right now to learn more for free. Text money to 813-813 to experience the benefits of AI in your trading. 
Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting, you agree to the terms available at VantagePointSoftware.com and consent to receive calls and texts to using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text the word money to 813-813. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course, we have great eats inside, too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. RCCG Living Spring Pittsburgh presents Gospel Music Concert A Night of Wonders 2023 with guest artist Phil Thompson. November 11th, 4 to 8 p.m. Live at Gateway High School Auditorium, Monroeville. All are welcome. Tickets just $25. Come and experience the power of God's presence. A Night of Wonders with Phil Thompson. November 11th. Details and tickets at rccgpittsburgh.com. Christian unity, one body, the body of Christ. But that's really not the case, is it? There are some 45,000 different Christian denominations. That's an incredible. 45,000. Dr. Richard Miles back with us. He's a regular guest of ours over the many, many years. Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. The author of uh, numerous books. But Richard, w- welcome back. Hey, good to talk to you, even though we're probably belong to different denominations and I shouldn't be talking to you, but I will anyway. <laughs> but we're talking anyway. <laughs> we'll make an exception. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is a really, really thought-provoking piece that you've written for Reformed, for Reformed Journal. It's called, Is Denominational Diversity Scandalous? Yeah. And so let's start here. In uh, the 17th chapter of John... Uh, before uh, Jesus moves toward the cross and his final days of suffering, he talks uh, to God, the Father. And in the 17th chapter, you can read his prayer, which is very beautiful. And one of the things he prays for is that they would be one. They would be us, that we would be one. Um, And so that call for unity has always kind of echoed in my head, um, but I've grown up, I've been a Presbyterian my whole life, Richard. And <laughs> and even after all the people that we've met with on this show, um, it's certainly caused me to recognize the multifaceted nature of the church. But I'm also yeah. not particularly moved to leave my Presbyterian background. Uh, how, do you, yeah. how do you see that? Oh, I'm, I'm with you on that, Kathy. I, I, but, you know, that, that wonderful prayer that they all may be one. Even as you and I are one, when he says to the Father, even as the Father and the Son are one, that they may be one. And as a number of people have pointed out, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit 
are one in what they believe. <laughs> I mean, in, in their their commitment to the truth, uh, they're one in their 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 mission. They're one in their purposes, and the fact is that uh, uh, that's pretty hard to find. Uh, different denominations have different understandings of doctrine, different understandings of what the main work of the church should be, and and the like. So uh, we're not there yet. And the question is, uh, how important it is to get there in terms of organizational unity as opposed to uh, kind of a spiritual unity, you know? Well, Richard, we were there at one point, weren't we? There there used to be one church for more than a thousand years. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, if we really believe that divisions are wrong, then we just have to say, hey, the Reformation was a big mistake, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not ready to say that, <laughs> you know, uh, because there were different understandings of the truth there. Even though I think we've come to understand each other better, there still are some very serious differences between Catholics and Protestants. For sure. But within Protestantism, uh, Presbyterians and Assemblies of God, Assemblies of God and Lutherans, you know, and uh, and, and and then the, I guess another big question. John and Kathy, is, is whether organizational unity is all that good. I mean, there, there's a sense in which, uh, uh, you know, smaller units often work better than grand mm-hmm. bureaucracies, right. you know? Right, right. so and, kind, of, uh, kind of like your, you will most likely receive more justice from your local magistrate than you will from the president of the United States because they're, close, they're closer to you. Right, right. That's, that's right. And you know, it's interesting. People will often say, well, you know, we, we Protestants are so divided. And uh, I mean, there's only one Catholic denomination around the world. And so those thousands of, of denominations that you refer to are mainly Protestant ones, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact is that Catholics aren't all that united. I mean, no. and, and not, not even in the angry sense, but, you know, you have... Uh, different uh, orders. You have uh, Jesuits, you have Franciscans, you have Benedictines, and they all have different styles, different different virtues that they're working on. Uh, You know, a a Franciscan travels around a lot, going out to find the poor. The Benedictines, they take a vow of stability, which means they're going to stay in one place, you know? I mean, Richard, one of our friends who comes on the show regularly is a Catholic priest. He's married. He's got five kids. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Yeah, yeah right. So yeah. even within wow. the Catholic Church in this day and age, there is, you know, the lack of one unity, I believe. And, of course, what's happening right. right now, I mean, Pope Francis is doing this uh, three, three-week thing, and uh, there's a lot of division there within the Pope. Oh, yeah, there really is. Yeah. And and some of it is really good, you know. I mean, I I, I use this example that just as the, the the Jesuits take specific vows, and they're different vows than the Benedictines take, you know. They all take uh, usually uh, celibacy, uh, but not a vow of poverty. Uh, the Franciscans take a vow of poverty that they're not supposed to own much, but the Jesuits don't do that. They're they're pretty well off. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, and and I think different denominations have uh, different callings. You know, we Presbyterians uh, 
decency and in good order. That's what that's mm-hmm. the way we we do our stuff. Right. And of course, we believe in the absolute sovereignty of God and uh, divine election and all of those good things that I believe in. Uh, whereas my, my my Pentecostal friends will say, you know, you can believe all that stuff, and you still don't, you still have to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you know. Right. And they're reminding me of something that isn't a big deal that we emphasize so much as Presbyterians, but we need each other, and we need to be talking to each other. And so maybe God's assignment to them is to remind us Presbyterians that we ought to be open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, so but you're you're saying something interesting, though, uh, Richard, which is that— that the you're you're noting the dividing points between denominations, but you're not getting all amped up about it. It's not no, making you I'm angry. Not. No, it's not because I, you know, people will say, "Well, what kind of witness is it to the world that are all these different denominations?" Well, you know, I've got a lot of non-Christian friends, but I've never heard one of them complain about the fact that there that people like me have we 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 tolerate too many denominations. You know, <laughs> right, that's right, a good right. point. Yeah. Uh, I think it's mainly people who want to have organizational unity. And, you know, we, I, I just think that part of this is just sociology. I think uh, well-defined units where we sort of know each other face-to-face and at least once a year get together and, and look at each other and argue with each other yeah. as denominational people, that that's not a bad thing. No, now, because in, in heaven there won't be a Baptist section there won't be a Calvinist no. section in heaven, right? It's all, everything's cordoned off. It'll be a mishmash. We'll all be there. The saints will be gathered. Right. But it will be people from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And so those wonderful differences among us uh, will will still be maybe preserved in heaven, you know? Yes. Uh, maybe maybe our African-American friends will want to sing a, a different version of the song to the Lamb than we, uh, than the Episcopalians will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so, Richard, when we think about the choices that we make, you you mentioned uh, reading some of Carl Truman's uh, work, and Carl was just on the show just a couple of days ago, um, and we were talking about that. And Carl says in his article, he's ordained, I believe, as an Orthodox Presbyterian pastor, yeah, and he's yeah. saying he could, you know, probably serve in a number of of Republican or not Republican, um, of Presbyterian denomination, <laughs> Republican. Well, we're Republicans, too. All of a sudden, the phone the phones started ringing here in the studio. Uh, no, uh, a variety of Presbyterian denominations. But he said they're divided by such incredibly small things, some of which That's don't right. even have to do with theology, but have to do with, you know, basically where they're located in the country. That's right, and 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 often uh, what fights they've they, they brought them into being, you know. I mean, uh, if you, I can talk about Presbyterians in in Pennsylvania. I mean, you know, the the, the kind of Scottish Presbyterians who don't sing anything but psalms, and uh, yeah. uh, and 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 you know, they they come out of a big fight in Scotland a couple centuries ago. That's very different than the Orthodox Presbyterians who came out of a big fight at Princeton Seminary, you know, and and they broke away to establish Westminster Theological Seminary, the Orthodox Presbyterian Church. And so they, have, they, they operate with different memories. 
And sometimes those memories are healthy memories to keep going, and, and, and they contribute something. I can read the stories of those other denominations and be inspired by those who were faithful to the gospel mm-hmm. in the past. But, but, you know, sometimes that can be very selfish, too, you know, and that's where we get this, I am of Paul, I am of Peter, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and uh, we have so we, I, I think the main thing is to say divisions as such are not bad, but we constantly have to ask the Lord whether we're making too much of certain kinds of things that are important to our own sense of what divides us. Mm, and, that's good. Don't major on the minors. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, Richard right. Miles with us. Richard, uh, before you leave us, uh, here we are. It's um, the day before the playoffs begin. <laughs> And uh, my friend, no surprise to you, the Pirates once again are not in it, but the Dodgers always are perennially in the playoffs. I know. know. And, you know, I'm the only Dodger fan in my family. My my son and son and grandsons and daughter-in-law, they're they're all – they're they're all Yankee fans. Oh, Oh, that must be tough to take. Yankee fans. It it, it really feels good to me right now to be a – Dodger fan. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're oh, that is funny. That yeah. is Dr. Richard Mal. But, but hey, if I, if, if, hey, you guys might as well, if you don't know the Pirates, you might want to be pushing for the Phillies, though. They're looking pretty good. They, they are, are looking, looking good. really good. Yeah, that's and a I'm, beast also, of a team. I'm behind the Twins, too. I feel yeah, good too. about the Twins. Yeah. I mean, you know. Hey. What the heck? I, uh, um, you, you've, named, you've named another team that I like a lot, too. So that's great. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good to talk to you. That's Dr. Richard, good, Richard Mao. Check out his latest book, yeah. Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. We love you, Richard. Love you, Richard. You're the best. Hey, I love you. God bless you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we are just getting underway. It's the Friday edition. This or that's Ride coming Home. up. This or that. It's the weekly feature. I got a list. I got a list. Here we go. Doing it right. Roofing, siding, and remodeling. Home of the Lifetime Workmanship Warranty. Get $1,500 off any full roof or full siding replacement project signed in October. Restrictions apply. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. If you trade stocks, then you know avoiding pitfalls is the biggest challenge for both new and experienced investors. Vantage Point's dual-patented artificial intelligence provides a powerful solution to this problem by offering predictive accuracy, emotional neutrality, and diverse market forecasts for today's Today's active traders. Vantage Point's AI analyzes billions of data points in seconds, so you get highly accurate predicted market conditions for the next trading day. Take the emotion out of your trading. Text the word money to 813-813. Navigate the financial markets with confidence using AI. Text M-O-N-E-Y to 813-813 right now to learn more for free. Text money to 813-813 to experience the benefits of AI in your trading. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Test results do not guarantee future performance. By texting, you agree to the terms available at VantagePointSoftware.com and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text the word money to 813-813. Let's see. If something costs less but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into. And that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month. And that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. 
Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right? Call doing it right. 724-NEW-ROOF. Hear us on your smart speaker when you say, play the word Pittsburgh, or find us on the Word FM mobile app on one place or wordfm.com. And always at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, sharing the word that changes the world. What if there was one place, one app, one website where you could find all the great Christian radio stations and programs in America, all in one place? Finally, ChristianRadio.com exists. Find 101.5 WORD there and many others and the ministries you trust and love. The highest standards are met here. Family-friendly, inspiring, with a Christian worldview. It's all here on your computer and on your mobile device. Find us now at ChristianRadio.com. Tonight will be mostly cloudy with a bit of rain. Tonight's low 48. Rather cloudy and breezy tomorrow with a passing afternoon shower and a high of 58. Partly cloudy and breezy tomorrow night with a low of 44. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sun, a shower in places. It'll be breezy and cool, dressed warmly. It'll feel more like November. We'll reach a high Sunday of 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Once again, it is time for this or that. It's our weekly feature. I say something. Got a list. Mm-hmm. All right, Kath. Uh, in celebration of uh, Jeff Allen. Oh, Jeff Allen tonight. And the comedy cal- yeah, yeah, cavalcade. Yeah, 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 yeah. I give you the comedian edition. Oh, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amy Pollard. Tina Fey. Oh. Oh, it's really hard. That's super hard. I bet they're. I hope they're not all this hard. Um, I'm. Both are so great. I'm yep. going Amy Poehler. Yeah. Joan Rivers. Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller. Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. Kevin Hart. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Bob Newhart. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, that's really tough. That's so excellent. tough. Excellent. I have to go Jerry, but it's so, it's super reluctantly. No, I'm going Bob. Okay. I'm going Bob. Charlie Chaplin. Buster Keaton. Charlie Chaplin. Bob Hope. George Carlin. I, well, I was too little when George Carlin was out, and to me, he was dirty. He was a dirty comic. Yeah. So I have such a two spot, but right. it was everybody's friend. Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle. Uh, I'm going Dave Chappelle. Okay. A pun, a riddle. I like a riddle. Mm. Deadpan. Observational. <laughs> uh, um, 
Oh, both are good. Both are good. Um, observational. Oh. Slapstick. Improv. Improv. Mm. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm, that's my That's opinion. really good. Very good. Now, ironically, John. Yeah. Because we have the Jeff Allen Show tonight. What? It's a comedy show. Yeah. And by the way, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, go online to wordfm.com and see us there. Show starts at 7. Impact Christian Church. Um, I, ha- I have prepared the comedy edition of this or that for you. What? I have. Okay. I have. Very nice. Okay, you're going to notice some similarities. Uh oh. Because number Uh-oh. one oh, is no. yes, number one is George Carlin or Richard Pryor. Oh, oh, oh. I got to go with George Carlin. Okay. Yeah, and I, yeah, say what you will. There's a lot to be said, but I'd say truth teller. Okay. Okay. Number two, Lucille Ball mm. or Carol Burnett. I love them both. I mean, how many Saturday nights did I watch? Oh my Carol gosh, Burnett? I know. And Lucy, she was a groundbreaker. I mean. And she wore great dresses. I'm see, I'm, I gotta go, Lucille Ball. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jim Gaffigan or Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> I'm going Jerry Seinfeld. Are you? Yeah, okay. I, I love him. I love him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, friends or Seinfeld? Oh, Seinfeld. Friends. This doesn't hold a candle to Seinfeld. Seinfeld or mad about you? Oh, no. I, I'm still going with Seinfeld. Seinfeld or Cheers. I'm still going Seinfeld. Seinfeld or Frasier? I'm still going Seinfeld. Happy Days or Laverne and Shirley? Oh, Happy Days. Wow. Oh, yeah. I totally disagree, That's by the way. Fine. Laverne and Shirley nope. is so far superior. Uh, number nine, I Dream of Jeannie oh. or Gilligan's Island? Oh, I love them both. And they're so cheesy. Uh, as a young boy... Yeah. Uh, you loved Jeannie, didn't you? I did. You? You, did you? Every, Barbara Eden? Is that her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. You were like nine. You were going, oh my God. There's, uh, she's in a but bottle. she's the most beautiful woman in the world? Un- unbelievable. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I dream of Jeannie. Okay. Uh, the Andy Griffith Show? Yeah. Or the Dick Van Dyke Show? Ooh. Excellent. Both excellent mm-hmm. 60s comedies. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Office or Parks and Rec? Mm, the Office. Schitt's Creek or Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso. Really? Yeah. That was uh, 30 Rock or Bob's Burgers? Mm, mm. Uh, as family viewing, it's hard to beat Bob's Burgers. I'm going there. Are you? I know it's a dark horse, but I, yeah. Okay. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles uh, or Anchorman? Oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. One of the greatest. So is Anchorman. Yeah. You don't it, think? It was, yeah. Naked Gun or Dumb and Dumber? Oh, Naked Gun. Best in show or Spinal Tap? <laughs> spinal Tap. Set the standard. So, the Big Lebowski or Blazing Saddles? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I love them both, too. I'm sorry. I, as groundbreaking as Blazing Saddles was, I do love the Big Lebowski. Monty Python or the Schmangy Brothers? <laughs> the Schmangy Brothers, of course. Yeah. Uh, Matt Gates or Lauren Boebert? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the worst. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to choose. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt Gates. The Republican 8 or Fat Bear Week? <laughs> Bring on the, the Fat Bears. Bring it on. It's good stuff. 
101.5 WORD. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. My daughter-in-law is afraid of pesticides. I'm telling you, my mother used to give me a puddle of mercury to play with on the kitchen table. Don't miss Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour tonight. Here, Jeff, play with this puddle of toxic waste with this lead paint chip I got for you. Word FM presents Jeff Allen later tonight at Impact Christian Church in Moon Township. Details on remaining tickets at wordfm.com. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JND Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JND Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. This is an urgent warning. America is heading for another major financial disaster at an alarming rate. We could see stock prices fall as much as 50%, but this time the crash could be more violent and come faster than you ever imagined. We are Advantage Gold, America's most trusted precious metals company, and we are here to sound the alarm that winter is coming for investors. And now is the time to take actions that may help protect and secure your portfolio with physical precious metals. Want to help protect your hard earn money before it's too late? Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000 and request our free gold and silver survival kit today. Mention that you heard us on the radio and learn how you could get up to $1,000 in free silver coins. The number is 800-900-8000. Call now to get your free survival kit and see if you qualify for $1,000 in free silver today. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800 900 8,000. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now. Now, channel 525. In South Africa, there is a massive national park, Kruger mm-hmm. National Park. Okay. And when you would think about Africa and the, and the plains of Africa, all manner, lions, giraffes, I mean, wow. it is, it's incredibly beautiful and it's massive. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of acres. Listen to this. Scientists played recordings of people talking normally through speakers hidden at watering holes in the Kruger National Park. About 95% of the animals were extremely frightened and quickly ran away. In contrast, recordings of snarling and growling lions elicited significantly less alarm. 
The human speech they chose to play included local languages commonly spoken in the country. And during the experiment, they noted that some elephants, in response to the big cat calls, even attempted to confront the source of the sound. The study's findings suggest that the animals, which included antelope, elephants, giraffes, leopards, and warthogs, have learned that contact with humans is extremely dangerous due to hunting, gun use, the use of dogs to catch them. The fear exhibited goes beyond the Kruger National Park as a global pattern shows wildlife tend to fear humans more than any other predator. How about that? That makes me sad. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it doesn't make me sad. It, it just does make shows me the power yeah, of, of the human. who we are yeah. and right our, our tendencies yeah. to reap destruction on, right. on animals. And right. Of course. I mean, God gave animals to us for food after the flood. Yep. Um, so there's nothing evil about eating meat. Um, however, I do feel like we're going to be held to account for how we have treated animals in our lives, whether consciously or unconsciously. Well, in the very worst situations, I believe that's true. And of course, you know, animal cruelty is a thing that happens every day. At the same time, we, we have a, we have like many things in this country, a dualistic attitude towards animals. Yeah, we right? do. We, we have dogs that we treat like kids. Right. And then on the other hand, we, some, you know, Americans eat meat three times a day. Well, it just, because we're so far removed from it. I, you know, uh, did you ever read the, um, Sinclair Lewis's mm-hmm. book? Right. I can't think of what it's called. The jungle. Yeah. Yeah. The jungle. Yeah. Right. I mean, if we truly would see what And look at how long ago that was. Oh, it, was the, it was the turn of the 20th century. Now, can you imagine what it'd be like to work in a modern slaughterhouse no. today? Right. To be knee deep in that. If I had to kill my own food. Right. I would definitely be a vegetarian. I just would. I because agree. I could, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. But it's so convenient. I mean, look, you go to any grocery store or any any convenience store, there is meat for sale. We are awash in our mm-hmm. hunger for meat. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I, I'm not going to be a vegan right. or vegetarian. One of the quarterbacks that was playing last night in Thursday Night Football. Was a vegetarian? Uh-huh. Was a vegan. Really? Yeah. One of them, uh, actually, I can't remember if it was the Chicago quarterback or the Washington quarterback, but one of them's a vegan and the other one has never, ever in his life had beef or seafood. What? Never in his life. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, he's from Korean descent. So your parents raised you that way, mm-hmm. and you just stuck with it. Well, these are professional athletes. So there, it's certainly, it's not like you can't, I mean, there are, there are professional athletes who are vegans. It's not like it can't be done. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand the point of being a vegan over a vegetarian. I just don't get the, so I, I mean, it's a philosophical. Yeah. I mean, I've read deeper. the arguments that just not persuasive to me, but right. I have to say this, the, the, the two vegans that I know had the absolute worst complexions of any person. <laughs> I mean, those poor things. <laughs> they were, they were right. Uh, yeah. My nephew, uh, who's in his forties now, he was a really, you know, they all very serious vegan for many, many years. He'd come to Thanksgiving. He had, oh, no, he'd have a, to- a tofu turkey. Oh, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was disgusting. It is terrible. Hey, it was like some of my tofu turkey. No, please. I'm, I'm eating the dark meat here with the gravy. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Speaking of, uh, um, you know, the joke about, uh, how will, uh, how will you know if you're at a party with a vegan? Oh. They'll find you. <laughs> oh, that's good. 
All right, speaking of animals and food, this is from Penn State. Can artificial intelligence, AI, get hungry, develop a taste for certain foods? Well, they say not yet, but a team of Penn State researchers is developing a novel electronic tongue that mimics how taste influences what we eat based upon both need and want. Possible blueprint for AI that processes information more like human beings. So now we're going to create robots. Why would we want to do that? To become more human. Why? Because I they ser- want to bring sentient. Okay, I, I don't. I you don't know it's going to happen. Get this. This is. I seriously don't. This is. I, I, we are being God. Okay. So we are going to bring so full why, creation. We know fully that. AI is potentially dangerous. Okay. We do not know fully how dangerous, Mm -hmm. except for those of us who've seen Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) But we know that it's dangerous. And yet, we are going to pursue artificial intelligence every single day and spend billions of dollars on it, even though we know it's bad for us. Right. right. I mean, that. Why are we doing that? Do you know that uh, Twilight Zone episode? You know, uh, I never watched Twilight Zone. Oh, it's a great, it's streaming. That's, it still holds up. I mean, it's fabulous. Rod Serling was a genius. Anyway, there's an episode where these aliens land and they have a book. And the book, you know, and they're very friendly. They're very friendly towards the humans. And, and hey, we like this. Come on, come on. We'll show you our home planet. And the book is that they have, that they are distributing, is called To Serve Man. Oh, and, and everyone's interested. So at the very end, the very last thing, the humans are getting on board the spaceship and a, a man runs forward and, and he yells out, don't get on the plane, don't get on the spaceship. And they go, why? And they go, to serve man, it's a cookbook. <laughs> I mean, so so are we teaching AI? To, what, if, what if they taught AI to taste flesh? That's what I mean. Right. Why, so why would you develop that? Because we can. I just... They are bringing, you know, they want to bring robots uh, to full sentient, to... Sentience. Sentience. To bring bring life, full life. They want to play God. That's why. In today's Washington Post, I'm going to change the subject for just the last couple of minutes. If you're interested in something we've been talking about in the air called Fat Bear Week, Mm. which uh, is like a March Madness bracket type of thing where you pick uh, the fattest bear in Katmai National Park. This started maybe five or six years ago. Have you played this? Oh, yeah. Are you part of the bracket? Not yet, but I'm going to be. Uh, It started on October 4th. It goes through October 10th. You can keep track of your favorite bears online at explore.com. Listen, the Washington Post has done a supreme job covering this. So you can go onto the Post's website today if you're a subscriber, and you can look at each one of the bears that's in the final bracket, okay? And they are hilarious. I mean, so uh, Otis uh, is uh, number 480. And he's back for the competition and shockingly big. I talked about him earlier because he emerged from hibernation toothless and has still uh, turned out to be absolutely massive. Uh, Grazer is a leggy blonde. Uh, Mm. The legs uh, apparently are ham hocks. Um, She has fluffy ears and she likes night fishing. Uh, Svetlana is available to you to look at. Anyway, the... uh, 
article that associates with the Fat Bear Week entrance is the story of the Washington Post reporter and what she had to go through to cover Fat Bear Week in person. (laughs) She had to take like four different plane trips because Katmai is so removed. And she talked about what it takes to go there and how much you have to pay to stay. There are so few accommodations that if you decide to go there, it's $998 a night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because everything is so remote. Exactly. Everything, everything's shipped in over four airplane rides. Exactly. Wow. There's a Facebook group made up of 70,000 people who share tips on how to get to this spot. No kidding. And how you can see the bears. It's like that's, you know, the, the book and the movie of the guy. Who yes, it is. Was in the middle of nowhere. It is. And you got to eat right, my bear. Right, right. Well, these people are trying not to do that. Well, that's a pick-me-up. That's right. <laughs> we need to break. We'll be back in a minute. It's a ride home. Picture a swimmer backstroking through a pool of lime jelly. Now picture yourself getting the new titanium iPhone 15 Pro. Now picture a lion and antelope hugging. Now picture yourself switching to Boost Infinite and getting the latest iPhone every year and unlimited wireless for just $60 a month. Now picture that swimmer again, but this time it's you and the pool is full of iPhones and baby ducks. Boost Infinite, infinitely better. Switch today. Just dial pound 250 and say Boost Infinite. Terms apply. After 30 gigabytes, service may be slowed. Receive a comparable iPhone model each year with an acceptable trade-in every year. Requires credit qualification and 36-month phone financing agreement. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from the station's network. The pandemic is over, but COVID-19 is here to stay. In fact, it's still among the top five leading causes of death in the U.S., just after heart disease and cancer. So this fall, stay up to date with the latest COVID-19 vaccines, just like you do with the flu, because you've got no time for 19. The vaccine may not be for everyone. Please consult with your doctor. Brought to you by Moderna. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. As a ministry leader, you know there's physical evidence for biblical history. Hold a piece in your hand October 12th at the Word FM Pastor and Ministry Leaders Appreciation Cruise. Stop by the table to see historically authentic 2,000-year-old coins minted during the lifetime of Christ. And ask about CyberCoins church presentations or fundraising events for your ministry organization. CyberCoins.net. 
proud sponsor of the Word FM Pastor and Ministry Leaders Appreciation Cruise. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right, call doing it right. 724 New Roof. Hello, Word FM listeners. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager at Salem Media here in Pittsburgh. Looking to upgrade your career? Increase your annual earnings? At Salem Media, we sell advertising campaigns to local business owners using our radio stations and Salem Surround assets featuring over 50 social media and digital products. If you have more than two years of successful outside sales experience, proficient computer skills, and a drive to be the best, please go to Salem.cc and look for Pittsburgh under the Careers tab. Salem Media Pittsburgh is an equal opportunity employer. Sunday's coming up, of course. And I wonder, how often do you go visit a church that is not your own? And if you do, is this like, you know, okay, it's an intentional thing. Not church shopping, because I know people do that a lot. But just to say, hey, it's Sunday. I've been thinking about that church across town. You want to go visit? Mm-hmm. Now, if I said that to my wife, she'd be like, no. I'm very content. I have no desire to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious. Yeah. You do it. I go every three months. Every three months, a new church. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. is it? I think it's really healthy. I mean, I, I I know that that I'm taking a week away that I could be spending with my church family. Yeah. So that's that's a drawback. But I think what I gain from it is really important, which is that like I've noticed people and their worship patterns that are so that they they'll do something I would never think to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you think I've been in church every Sunday for my whole life. I pretty much thought of everything. I never saw that. And you'd never, never see this coming. That you'd never pray that you'd never thought to look at it that way. You never thought to sing that song like that. And that's just here in Pittsburgh. That's just here in Pittsburgh. Um, it's just, I find it really interesting to just go and it's, I think it's also healthy to be uncertain. You know, if you're yeah, used yeah, to yeah, going yeah. to your own church, you know where to sit, you know where the bathroom is, you're the, you know, man in charge, or the, the woman in charge. I know the songs. But it's good to go into a place where you're a little bit unsure of yourself. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that kind of strips you of some of the confidence with which you approach Sunday morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and I like, I think that's healthy for me to do that. You end up having to rely on other people. And if you've been at church, your church a long time, you're used to people relying on you. So you kind of have to put yourself in the other place. I went to an Orthodox church um, and I didn't know what I was doing or when to sing or what to follow. And so people kind of came around me because I was so clueless and they were like, oh, let's show, let us show you how to do this. Oh, that's cool. Um, you kind of let people take care of you. Yeah. You know, as they help you to understand what they're doing. Um, I went to a Catholic church and, um, I was really touched by two young people I saw there who were singing. Um, they were maybe 16 and 15. They might've been a brother and sister. I don't know, but I was so touched with how they were singing. What was it about it? They were singing us like a duet, the two of them, as part of the mass from the altar. Uh huh. It was wasn't from the altar. It was from the. It was kind of from the side of the church, okay. and it was so beautiful. Mm. 
It was so beautiful. Anyway, it just kind of makes me think that every preconceived notion I have about how that group does it is broken down when I go there. Because it's real. It's mm-hmm. right in front of you. Yeah. So it It's a lot harder you. to criticize when you're sitting with the people and you realize that they're... There are a lot of devout people who aren't going to your church. I mean, it kind of goes back to our conversation earlier this hour with Richard Mao, right? There's 42,000 plus Christian denominations, two, two new ones every day. So people find the Lord in all varieties of, of ways, yep. intensities and yep. prayer and worship and music. All these and things. building. Different sizes of buildings, different looks of buildings. Well, look at Terry Tim, intentionally not in a building. In a building. building. Which People I, who have, who kneel, who stand, who incense. shout, dance. don't mo- Or don't move. <laughs> the chosen frozen. <laughs> uh, right, right. Anyway. God is so good. It is. Yeah. And, and he's, he's so much bigger than we think. Oh, my God. So much bigger than we think. Yeah. And humbled to be created by God and to be given this short time here on earth yeah. to know and praise and love Him. So yeah. thank you, God. Thank you for all those things. WORD-FM Pittsburgh. Find us at oneplace.com on your smart speaker. The Word FM mobile app or stream us 24-7 at wordfm.com. Sharing the word that changes the world. Code Eric. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden says the latest job numbers amount to good news for the economy. The president is touting the creation of 336,000 jobs in September, which was a surprisingly strong number. The unemployment rate has stayed below 4% for 20 months in a row, the longest stretch in 50 years. Asked why most Americans don't feel good about the economy, the president blamed the press for emphasizing bad news. Greg Clugston, Washington. A Russian missile strike killing a 10-year-old boy and wounding two dozen other people in the Ukrainian city of Kharkiv. The day after a strike in the same region killed at least 50 civilians. The hospital strike against Kaiser Permanente ends today. However, the UAW strike against Big three automakers continues. The Dow is up 409 points. The Nasdaq adding 234. This is SRN News. Donald Trump warned America. The U.S. dollar is under attack, and it's becoming less and less valuable by the day. Hyperinflation and speculation is killing your retirement. Don't leave your money sitting in cash. It's time you diversified and protected your future with physical precious metals. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000 and get your free digital dollar survival kit and learn how you could get up to $1,000 in free silver today. Call Advantage Gold now at 800 800- 900 8000 to get your free digital dollar survival kit and you may qualify for $1000 in free silver. Advantage Gold is the number one rated gold and silver company in America. Your future is precious. Protect it today when you call Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000 now. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. That's 800-900-8000. This decade is looking like the worst one to 
retire or be retired in. Now more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must-have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also get Bob's five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's $350,000 retirement shocker, plus two more free reports, and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, free reports, the conference call, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. That's yourretirementwatch.com. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. Hey, this is John Hall. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They'll look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. And Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. you receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow kitchen towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code WORD. Tonight will be mostly cloudy with a bit of rain. Tonight's low 48. Rather cloudy and breezy tomorrow with a passing afternoon shower and a high of 58. Partly cloudy and breezy tomorrow night with a low of 44. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sun, a shower in places. It'll be breezy and cool, dressed warmly. It'll feel more like November. We'll reach a high Sunday of 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition, the 5 o'clock hour of The Ride Home. We are excited you are with us. We've got an excellent hour ahead, so uh, welcome. Mm-hmm. John, um, I think it's safe to say the weekend's begun. Oh, fabulous. It is. I mean, if you're working right now, I mean... Seriously, the weekend is here. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, well, we know that no one out there who's in sales has been working since for the last five hours. Oh, check, check this out here. I said to uh, one of the sales guys earlier today, hey, how you doing? He goes, oh, good. He goes, I'm super excited because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to Vegas over the weekend with my dad and my girlfriend. And they're going to see you, too. <gasps> You're mm. kidding me. No, no. In that new biosphere yes, thing. I would love to see yeah. that. I said, oh, I didn't know you were a fan. I said, Cass a huge fan. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. He goes, because when I was a kid, I used to drive around with my dad all the time. He'd listen to you 2 and the talking heads. I go, say no more, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, now he's... Yeah, now he's going to Vegas. Jeez. I've never been to Vegas. No, I've never you? been to... I don't care to go to Vegas. Well, I mean... But I'd go to see the U2 show. Of course, show. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if someone gave me a free ticket, I'd go anywhere. Uh, me too. I'd be happy to go yeah. to Vegas and just check it out. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like on the bucket list. I'm not Is really... it on the bucket well, list? Well, yeah, look, 
wouldn't it be here's my here's my goal to drive cross country yeah that would be awesome and then you know it's kind of like vegas is towards the very end almost right yeah, but listen, if you drove across the country, yeah. you saw incredible things, and you closed it out with going to Vegas, no. you'd want to jump you'd, out a window. You'd go to the Pacific Ocean is where oh, you end so up you'd at. keep of going. Keep you up 100%. Okay. Yeah. Did you see um, that our friend Doug Oster from uh, Gardening with uh, Doug is taking a trip to the national parks? No. Yeah, he's taking a trip. What national park? Like six of them. No. Yeah. Dang. It's a 12-day trip. Ooh, that's really fast. How can you do that in 12 days? It would be hard. But they're, they're the parks that are close to one another. So the parks okay. that cluster around the Grand Canyon. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Wouldn't that be yeah, great? Yeah. And you know, imagine Doug. He's a congenial host. I know. And he, yeah, Maybe we nice. should go with Doug. I'd love to we go. We could broadcast from the road. Or we just do our own trip and bring listeners along. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay, come on, listeners. You want to go on a trip with us? Yeah. Very nice. That'd be good. All right. Hey, uh, what about the Carnegie Museum? And oh, it's, uh, my gosh. It's a... Uh, <laughs> diorama that's uh, disappeared after 120 years. So the lion attacking a dromedary. If you've gone to the museum, you know this. You've I had mean, to see it's it. It, it shows two Barbary lions attacking this guy who's on a camel, right? Camel's he's, terrified. He's a he's like a, a North African guy um and it's, it's violent. Cool. And it's I mean, it's like it's the kind of thing they did in the early part of the 20th century where yeah. they made these in ex- 1899. Is that right? Yeah. Is that how old it is? It's a little drama. Yeah. So. So, I mean, that's what they did. It's like, you know, before there was video before there, you couldn't turn on David Attenborough and see what was going on no. in the safari. Here's a slice of the other side of the world. And so check the, this out. Right. And so it was a big deal. But in 2017, an x-ray revealed that the courier, the guy who's being pulled off of the camel, uh, was created using a real human skull and Mm -hmm. jaw. And, of course, that brought up a whole ethical dilemma about consent, about colonialism, about the methods of displaying human remains. Right, right. I mean, it's a mixed bag. I get it. I get it, too. Right? It's someone's skull, an unknown person's skull. But, again... Excuse me. Considering the time and all that, I don't think it was being disrespectful. Well, I think it was being disrespectful, but I don't think they they certainly didn't see it that way at the time. I guess there's a lot to be said about this, but I mean, if you, I remember seeing it as a kid and being terrified. Me too. And then, and of course, introducing my children to it and watching their terror. Right. But we talked about it endlessly in our house. And it's it's the number one. Tended, it's like the favorite display of people who come to the Carnegie. Get Seriously, out, really? no, no, no. When I was there last summer, um, I they they have the they had the dromedary out, they had the diorama Open. out, but it was like Covered. curtained, and so you walked in if you wanted, so you couldn't see it I if see. you didn't choose to, and. We walked in and it had the whole story about where it came from and human remains and the right, whole thing. Right, right. And then it said it's the you know number one most looked at thing in the entire history museum. Interesting. Well, remember remember that uh, Chinese exhibition that toured the world. That it was, was that that was called human, bodies. Yeah, it was human remains. Right. right. I mean, so that's. That's no longer going to exist, is it? Because that was like inside the body. I mean, they literally had people's bodies opened up, right? Gretchen Baker is the Natural History Museum's director, and she said, it is first and foremost about human remains. Is it our place to display these items? I think the answer is no. My role at this point is to do right by this individual and return that individual to its homeland. Okay, so 
if that is the philosophy, then I appreciate it sure. because prioritizing human dignity is always a good thing. Yeah. This is what's interesting to me is we tend to give humans honor and dignity when we want to. Right. And we completely don't give it or even withdraw it when we feel like it doesn't matter. Right. So if we're talking about fetal remains. Exactly. And we, and, oh, that's it. That's in a pickle jar and it's a piece of art. Right. Right. Oh, right. people are like, well, how edgy that is. Right. Meanwhile, you're violating the sanctity of life. Right. Or we're selling fetal body parts. Right. That's not a big deal. Right. It's just that's to further the cause of humans, you know, conquering diseases, which, believe me, I'm all in favor of conquering human diseases. But there has to be a time when we talk about human remains and it's not just in a museum. Right. Right. So I wonder what, what will happen to the diorama and the diorama skull. Any well, idea? I don't know. I liked how I liked how they had it before when I was there, which was you only saw it if you wanted to. Right, covered over. It wasn't just sitting there. Now, I feel like, I mean, could it be rebuilt? They took the skull and oh, the yeah, jaw sure, out. Yeah, yeah. It, it says it'll never be uh, again put on public display. So I, I, that's, I'm all in favor of that. Right. Let's do that. So maybe they can rebuild it? So in this press release, they, they say that the uh, Natural History Museum owns remains of several hundred individuals. That's because in past decades, the museum became an unofficial repository for human remains excavated for urbanization and highway construction in really? Pennsylvania. So the museum uh, does not own any human remains stolen from graves or used for questionable research. The major issue in museums right now has been this educational process. How do we look at store or dispose of properly and with some okay. dignity human remains? All right. I think that's good. I mean, I, I think I just would like us to be consistent. Right. I mean, I did not know that that was an actual skull. Well, when we were kids and we were so scared of we it, and the that. reason that everybody wants to see it is not because they think it's a human skull, no. but because it's just violent. The drama right. of the event right. of something that's so far. I mean, a guy and a camel, and what are, what are they? Uh, they're leopards? Uh, I think they're leopards. I mean, the whole thing is staged. No, they're lions. Lions. It's staged so beautifully, you can see the stark terror, and then you become immediately, you put yourself in that man's position. We're up against a break. Well, when we come back, we'll be with Doug Bursch. Um, let me also correct one thing. It's not the number one thing at the Carnegie Museum of History. It's number two behind Dippy the Dinosaur. Dippy's outside. Okay. Just saying. All right, take a quick break. Come back. Doug Bursch is with us. Stay with us. It's the ride home. We're Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We're going to 1.5 WORD. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Crystal Dwyer Hansen shares about the power of curiosity from a piece of fruit. This is the best fruit I've ever tasted. What is this? She goes, it's a mango. And I'm like, how did I miss the mangoes? And I go, where did you get these? Did you import them? She goes, no, they're at the grocery store. <laughs> I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. You can feel it in the air. Fall is upon us. And a great way to start your fall season is head down to the spring house. It's the Great Pumpkin Weekend. Hey, Marsh. Sounds like fun. Hi, guys. Yes, it's going to be fun. And it looks like it's going to be like the perfect fall weekend this weekend. I'm so excited. 
Okay. Everybody have to get their fall pumpkin sweatshirts on. I I thought of you because I saw the forecast for Saturday and I thought, well, this couldn't be any better. Mm -hmm. So if people are looking at the same forecast and they think, I got to get myself down to the spring house, what are they going to be looking forward to? Okay, great. So we're going to do our pumpkin patch hayrides and that's a tractor drawn hayride up to the top hill of our farm. And we have all kinds of pumpkins out there. So you can pick your perfect pumpkin. We have Sam has built a giant hay pile with big 3,000-pound bales and big pipe slides coming off of it, so all kinds of fun. And you can um, we've got all kinds of old-fashioned games up there, too, and a big giant corn crib full of corn to, and a digger. I mean, it's just good old-fashioned fun. And then we have another one down here at the bottom of the hill, and we're having a great – and that's both Saturday and sun, Sunday, 11, and then the last ride is at 4.30 – and um, we'll have a great meal on Saturday, and then every Sunday in October will be our um, autumn hog roast, and we roast hog quarters over the open pit outside, and we serve it with homemade stuffing and pork drippings, gravy, and mashed potatoes and baked beans and green beans, and we're going to do um, maple syrup and, and butter-filled um, acorn squash and all kinds of old-fashioned fall veggies like that. So it's a great weekend to come out either Saturday or Sunday and enjoy some good food and some good old-fashioned fun and some memory-making with your family. If you want more details, including directions and hours, go online, check them out, springhousemarket.com. Marcia, thank you so much. If you are 65 or older, you know this, watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating. But here's something that could really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for people with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation too you can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years plus it's easy you can use any medicare approved doctor and get 24 7 telehealth from the comfort of your home and here's the thing if you join before october 30th you'll get your second month free and save even more i'll give you the number here in a second but just tell them the promo code share to get your additional savings the deadline against october 30th so now is a great time to call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. Doug Bursch is back with us, writer, podcaster, and pastor, author of a terrific book called Posting Peace, Why Social Media Divides Us and What We Can Do About It. Doug, welcome back. Well, I'm so glad to be back on the show, and I first I want to be the first one to nominate Kathy for the Speaker of the House. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I understand and... the position's vacated. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also along with that, I want to ve- uh, is it vacate? Officially announce the vacating of the co-host position for John. So, uh, <laughs> is that right? All you need is both? <laughs> all you need is seven good friends to vote with you, and I right. think you're good to go. Right. Yeah. So if the, if the right. position's open, Doug, I, I nominate you to be the co-host. Okay. 
you know, I don't want to ruin the world. I don't want to cause the controversy, but it really is. It only takes seven people to ruin the world. That's, yes. that's really how it works. I think that's what we've learned this week. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Right. It's like uh, when they had three out of four dentists, there was always that one dentist that didn't agree with everyone. Yes, right. Exactly. Well, if you get seven or eight of those dentists in Congress, you're in trouble. Right. right. <laughs> anyway. And no one's chewing Trident in Congress. No. There's no doubt about that. I don't think yeah, that's yeah. happening. All right, Doug. So you're you're thinking about wrestling with God. Now, John and I were talking about this topic before we came on the air, and um, he pulled out a uh, pencil sketch, or is it pen and ink, maybe, yeah. um, that he's had in his office forever. And I said, oh, that hangs in your office. And he's like, well, not anymore. It's in my house. Yeah. I was like, whatever. Sorry, I'm not keeping track of your personal <laughs> <artwork>. art collection. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, talk about that. that yeah, thing. It's, it's a really famous image. Of course, I think people have seen it. You know, it's the image of Jacob wrestling with it appears to be an angel. Mm-hmm. Right. And Jacob's pushing back hard against this angel. But the angel I, I sens- essentially is God. And, and the, okay. the angel God image. I mean, he's really not the uh, no, there's not a whole lot of wrestling going on here because the angel's massive in comparison to Jacob. Uh, you've seen this, haven't you, Doug? Yeah. Yeah. And so why do you have that? Uh, because I, I wrestle with God, and it's a reminder yeah. that God is bigger than me and all my machinations and all those things that I wrestle with, God's in control. Yeah, well, it's interesting because out of that story, uh, it's kind of weird. Like, first he's wrestling with angels, and then it's God, and then he won't let go of God until God gives him a blessing, and he puts his hip out. And it's it's one of those stories where, like, wow, what is this about? Yeah. Uh, but then we get the name of Israel, right? Jacob's name is turned to Israel, which means wrestles with God. And I just love that to remember, you know, the foundations of our faith um, that God, you know, even Jacob, he's like a trickster. He's always doing all these deceiving things. It's late in his life. He's afraid his brother's going to kill him. And he's trying to get a blessing from God before he meets his brother because he didn't know how that's going to work out. And there's a part of God that sees Jacob's restless heart. And he says, you know, that's okay. The fact that you are wrestling for a blessing, the fact that you're trying to get the most out of me is something that's good. And so Israel's name wrestle with God. And that made me think about uh, faith because sometimes we think faith is the absence of doubt. Uh, Faith is just, oh, you know, we just I have faith in God. It's all going to work out. But I don't think we talk enough about faith as wrestling. And some of what we present as faith is like fake wrestling. Now, this might be a spoiler alert for oh, some no. of your listeners, or, or even for you, John. I don't know. But <laughs> but professional wrestling is scripted. What? It's, what? It's not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, and so we almost have this idea where in order to have faith, there's people give you these faith equations and you kind of have to pretend and you have to say the right things. And if you don't have enough faith, you know, you're not, God's not going to do what God's going to do. But that's not really faith. That's just kind of pretend, I don't know, stuff that we make up in order to sell books. But the reality to me is faith at its core is that you really are questioning everything. So there's some listeners right now who are, well, I'm weak in my faith because I question everything. And I would say, no, a strong faith is based upon someone who's questioning everything. But then at the end of the day says, but even so, I still believe in God. Even so, I will surrender my life to God. I'm depressed, but even so, I'm going to pursue God. I'm anxious. Even so, I'm going to pursue God. And some people have this idea of faith like, well, that's weak faith. Strong faith would mean I'm not... I'm not depressed anymore. I'm not anxious anymore. I'm not questioning anymore. That's not, if you're not questioning, if you're not struggling, it's easy to follow God. That's not faith. That's Mm -hmm. just, yeah, why not? You know, life's easy. Life's great. 
So there's some people listening right now who you call your faith weak because, you know, you're 50, 60, 70 years old and you're still arguing with God. You're still wrestling with God. You're still all over the place. That's not weak faith. It's powerful faith that you're still saying, yes, I will follow you, Lord, regardless of how I feel, regardless of what's going on. And I just kind of wanted to reset that for us because I think some of us have this twisted view when it comes to faith. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to look at other people who don't look like they're struggling and get that impression. Yeah. yeah. You know, because well, even, and especially yeah. people that we we connect with on social media. Yeah. Well, of course, on social media, everything's great. Uh, but one of the things that I, I got this from, I was listening to my father. My dad was a public school teacher most of his life, uh, as far as his working life. But he is one of the wisest men I know. He's really been my pastor in my life. And he said something to me, and he's in his 80s. He said, you know, my faith is so weak. I'm constantly wrestling with God. And this is a man who writes weekly, daily devotionals for people and just, you know, has ministered to thousands of people just through just regular connection, not having a pulpit or anything. Uh, And as he said that, I thought, no, that is what faith is, Dad. I interrupted him and said, it's not faith when people just say, oh, yeah, it's going to work out. I'm not worried. You shouldn't be worried. That's not faith. It doesn't take any effort to do that. Did any of you ever have a friend like this? I had a friend who was like, everything's going to work out. He was all laid back. Oh, man, I hate that. Right. And then you realized it wasn't that they were at peace it was that they were indifferent or clueless to the circumstance right, right they're just right. Yeah, it's not gonna be that's not faith and that's kind of how we present it like faithful people don't worry about death it's okay to worry about death yeah. but then have faith it's okay to be frightened about your financial future but then have faith faith almost the foundation of even having to have faith means that we're going to face doubts and frustrations so yeah. I just think we have to we turn that whole table when it comes to what we think of maturity is I'm just less worried and stressed. Yeah. I mean, I, I love what you're saying, Doug, and I agree with it. A- at the same time, uh, I'm sure you and Kath and our listeners as well, we all know this, to go through that process, which you know we all do, it is truly exhausting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it never ends. We're supposed to yeah. die in faith. That's what Hebrews says, right? Mm, yeah. And I think right. right. some of us want it to be the first chapter of our life. I remember once I was envying a large church that had a new building and I was like, oh, Lord, if you just gave us that, you know, just just I'd be happy. I'd be content. You know, it doesn't have to be this big. Just give us a building. Right. And then I felt like the Lord you know, said to me, so what? So you wouldn't have to have faith. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have to trust me with your very being every single day of your life. Mm-hmm. And I realized so many of my prayer requests are really so that I don't have to have as much faith in the future. If I just had a little bit more health, right. a little bit more wealth, mm. a little, and that's not our goal. Our goal is to increase in our faith, which means it's going to be hard. Yeah, there's no way around it. It's going to be all of us getting older, facing death. That ain't going to be a fun thing. We're going to have to have faith. It's faith from beginning to end. Mm. So an easy life is somewhat of a faithless life. Is that? I mean, is that fair to say? Well, haven't you noticed that people say, well, I'd follow you, Lord, if you just made my life easier. And the more prosperous people become, the less they follow God. The healthier we become, the less we follow God. So there's something about luxury and having everything you want, not having to worry about anything that actually makes us pretty pagan. But when we have need, 
uh, you know, when we don't have, I mean, I believe in medicine, but like, if you don't have the medicine, you got to pray first, right? You're supposed to pray with the medicine, but it, it, you have faith when you have nothing, right? When you have stuff, you start thinking, I don't, I don't need this faith. I, you know, we got a decent house. And even if God doesn't come through, we should be able to deal with the economic downturn and I can pay for the gas and all, you know, that doesn't build faith. Faith, even think about your life. When has your faith been the strongest? When no one else could help, right? right. When yep. sicknesses, yep. the worst times when no yep. one could reach you, that's when you grew, right? Yeah. That's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. And what about when we look at other people in our orbit? Like maybe if we have kids or we have friends who are going through difficult times and all we want to do, all we pray for is that be, they'd be delivered right. from the times. To mm. heal them. You know, they them. would they yeah. get them out of, uh, you know, get them out of that relationship or get them out of that job or, you that know, you whatever don't. it is. And very rarely, I think, do I pray about helping them to grow in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's such a good one because you don't want the people you love to go through any trauma or hurt. No no one wants that. I would say to my kids during good times, I'd say, you know, we have a a great family and, you know, this is a healthy place. Sometimes I pray for you to be able to go through experiences that allow you to know that God is enough. I don't want you to face trauma. I don't want you to face hurt. But all of us need to go through these humbling experiences where a dream collapses, where what we thought was true isn't true, where the world shakes, right? Because then that's where we find out what's certain. And so I think you're exactly right. Like people, sometimes people try to structure the life of their kids so they never face any conflicts or struggles and they try to protect everything. And they're actually protecting their kids from growing in faith. Because no matter what structure you put in there, they're going to come to a time where they're saying, God, are you real? And what is life about? And should I believe this scripture? You can't stop that process from occurring. However, you can teach about, yeah, that's okay. We get to these places. But if you have faith, God will meet you there, even in your lack of understanding, a peace that passes understanding, those sorts of things. So I think we should be praying more that way. Yes, I'm going to pray, remove this trial, remove this thorn in the flesh, you know. But at the same level, I'm also going to say, regardless of if this world collapses or it goes on strongly, God will be enough. And if you believe that and you surrender to God, you will grow in your faith and you'll grow in the character of Christ. Amen. Mm. Doug, your uh, your dad's wisdom has made it yeah, into your life as yep. well, hasn't it? And into ours. Yes, it has. Yeah. 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 We're always grateful. Hey, listen, um, uh, we've only literally got 30 seconds left. Uh, people want to see you. You're a really great, kind presence on social media. And, of course, your your book posting piece as well. Uh, talk to Sylvan about that. Yeah, well, I don't know. You can go to fairlyspiritual.org or just pray and you know follow the glory cloud. But I want to encourage your <laughs> listeners. I want to encourage you guys right today, like, stop pretending like sit down and talk about your fears with your spouse. Stop pretending. Faith isn't pretending everything's yeah. okay. Stop professional wrestling. You can do this. It'll be hard. It might be a, a new thing for you, but admit, hey, uh, I don't know how we're going to make this financially. And then and then pray and then ask the Lord and then say, even if it all collapses, we have an eternal reward, a secure foundation in Christ Jesus, and nothing will separate us from the love of God. Love you, Doug. Thanks for your presence. When I think about Grove City College, my chief thought is this. It comes as advertised. Mm. Grove City College says that they are Christ-centered, conservative college. 
Now, if you were to make a visit to the campus, I believe you would see that. There's no surprises here. You look at the student body. You see how chapel's conducted, how classes are conducted. There's no sort of hidden agenda here or any middle ground. It is exactly what it says it is. Christ in all things. Because you were made for a purpose. And if you understand that purpose, whether wherever you are on that walk, you'll understand how and where you fit into Grove City College. It does change your perspective uh, on how you look at learning, how you look at uh, not just passing your classes, but gaining uh, a, a heart for understanding. And uh, looking at it in a bigger perspective, I don't know. I wish I could go back, be an undergrad again, and look at my education that way. Yeah. Uh, because I missed out on a lot thinking that I was just learning stuff so I could pass a midterm and a final and get a grade, as opposed to how Grove City really talks about it, which is that we're learning. We're learning about God's word. We're learning how to know him better. We're learning how to be disciples, and we're learning how to get along. That's right. I mean, the culture will tell you one thing. Your faith in Christ informs you in a totally different way. GCC. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through their site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. Ask your speaker to play the word Pittsburgh. Get our mobile app, stream us from our website, or find us at oneplace.com. Tonight will be mostly cloudy with a bit of rain. Tonight's low 48. Rather cloudy and breezy tomorrow with a passing afternoon shower and a high of 58. Partly cloudy and breezy tomorrow night with a low of 44. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sun, a shower in places. It'll be breezy and cool, dressed warmly. It'll feel more like November. We'll reach a high Sunday of 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Kath, uh, you ever been on a cruise? No. Any desire to? I don't think so. I know people it. wakes love it. me out a little bit. I know people who love a cruise tend to go love on cruise. regular cruises. Right. The idea of being, what I would say, stuck on a boat with thousands of other people, it doesn't really appeal to me. Right. It just doesn't. Yeah. I mean, my idea of a vacation is being solitary on the beach. So right. It's so kind of, a cruise could be your worst nightmare. Right. However, there is a couple, an Australian couple, and uh, they have decided that they are never going to get off the cruise ship. They have booked 51 back-to-back cruises because... It's cheaper than living in a retirement community. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yep. Marty and Jess Anson 
a retired Australian couple have enjoyed uh, the sea so much that they're booking these 51 cruises back-to-back, a product of their 40-year love for sea travel. Also informed by another factor, the couple realized that living on cruises is less costly than staying in a retirement That's community. incredible. Yep. So far, they've spent close to 500 days sailing around the world. They said cruising is what we do. And, of course, during COVID-19, they couldn't do it. So they decided we're back on once COVID ended. So all their needs are taken care of aboard the cruise. The couple makes a compelling case for never getting off. You have all your meals prepared. You don't have to cook. You go to a show every evening. You go dancing after the show. Then you go for supper and head back to your cabin. They do different things during the day. They separate during the day. Okay. They don't want to stay in their in their room. He goes and plays sports, pickleball or, or shuffleboard or whatnot. She likes to play bingo, and she also runs a book club on board. So, You know what? It's brilliant. It is brilliant. Yep. Yep. Less costly than staying in a retirement Okay, but community. here's the thing. They have no community. Well, the commu- no, they, no, no. They the just jump from ship to ship and place to, to place. Right. Changes every week. So I wonder about if they have kids, if they have grandchildren. I wonder what that's like. I mean, I never would. That's just using a lot of common sense. Mm-hmm. But it is. You're always kind of like a nomad, right? Always kind of... Right, you can't... You're living out of a suitcase, basically. Right, you don't have any personal items, really, mm-hmm. around you. However... Like, no framed pictures, no sink into my bed. They, there's no my bed. No, it's their bed, right? I mean, so... But the beauty, every night you're looking at the sunset on the ocean. I mean, that would be really terrific. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, there are a lot... I mean, it'd be hard to find a retirement community that had the type of features that a cruise ship does. Right, and I imagine... Despite, you know, our, our misgivings about cruising, you're going to meet a lot of interesting people, don't you think? Oh, I'm sure you would. Yeah. But you're never going to see them again unless they book a, unless you book the same cruise. Maybe. Maybe they get off and you develop long-term friendships and they go, let's go stay with them for a while or something like that. Uh, maybe like they couch surf for a while, right? I mean, I could see that. I Still. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner 
at wordfm.com. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. (laughs) The leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with the IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy. <laughs> Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. <laughs> call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, I had several conversations with people, friends and family over the week about the Schumann Center reopening and the politics around that. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it would be such a volatile issue, but apparently it is. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's been protests about this. I, I tend to think it's a good thing. Oh, I tend to think it's a very good thing, especially because people who are involved in the juvenile um, justice system think it's a good thing. Yeah. So if they think that it's something that we need, then I'm going to default to what they say. I mean, it went away during the pandemic or so. so Well, no, it went away before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. It went away before the pandemic because there were concerns about abuse and about – so, I mean, there needs to be an overhaul. And I believe that there will be an overhaul based on what I've read. Um, but I think the reopening is what the is what the community needs. Mm-hmm. I also think people are talking about the vacating of the House speakership. Sure. <laughs> like, what the heck? That's a crazy thing, it's isn't it? First, what a, first time ever. We're in a free fall. Yeah. All right. What was a conversation that made you think? Uh, Tuesday at 515, we were talking with uh, Pastor Terry Tim about uh, this Japanese art form. Mm. Uh, Kitsuke? Kitsuke, yeah. So something breaks. So Terry told us a story, uh, an ancient emperor, a favorite bowl broke, and then an artisan put the bowl back together with gold and made the bowl more beautiful than it initially was. And more valuable. Yes. So Terry uses that as a metaphor for the gospel and the Christian life, that all of us are broken, right? Oftentimes we think beyond repair, but God pulls us back together again knits us back together again, and makes us more valuable, more beautiful than we were before. Mm-hmm. Very interesting to me. If you are interested in that subject, uh, you, Makoto Fujimura has a newish book that I read uh, a couple months ago called, I think it's called Art and Faith, mm. Art Plus Faith. It is excellent. He, really? he talks about Kitsuke in there. Um, okay, conversation that made me think Monday, John, we were without you that day. Uh, which was sad, but Ralph Crew was here, and he talked about railroads. And there are just so many things. I know this is a, it's such a geeky topic, but Ralph is a super geek, and yeah. he's the lead writer for the YouTube channel Practical Engineering. There's so many things I had never thought about, about in relation railroad? to railroads. I mean, it was just really fascinating, so that's where I landed. Excellent. What are you reading? Yeah, I'm reading a book. Um, it's called The Abundant University by Dr. Michael Smith mm. from uh, Carnegie Mellon mm-hmm. University. Uh, breaking, high, remaking higher education for a digital world. And the premise essentially is 
the universities have had a stronghold. They are the gatekeepers for the few and privileged. And what would it be like, especially in the digital world, we saw this, of course, over COVID, where the gates were open and education for all. And And it it wasn't as expensive. Deeply, right? A lot cheaper. So how does a modern university in the 21st century remake itself a cheaper experience, but still a good experience for students? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Abundant University. Yeah, we talked to Mike about that. That was really good. I'm still reading How Far to the Promised Land by Esau McCauley. Mm. We talked to Esau last week. Uh, Really good conversation with him about that. It's such a good, good book. Um, So if I were you, I'd check it out. Did you eat? Well, this is my last call for BLTs. Oh, my gosh. This I'm, is the end of the road. It is. I mean, I've been feasting on BLTs. How for, many How many think you've had this summer? Probably close to 20. Okay. <laughs> I mean, now, when you have one, do you, you have two, right? Yeah, because yeah, I, I never eat one. Right, yeah. I always have to have two. Yeah. Because, you know, the, t- the tomatoes, pretty much, the fresh tomatoes, they've gone by the wayside. Right. You know, the last time I was like, okay. But seriously, it's... It, I mean, the BLTs I did two, what was it, Tuesday night, I think, mm-hmm. on just plain white bread toasted, and then, you know, like maybe five pieces of bacon and some lettuce. Five pieces of bacon? Oh, I just pile it on. Okay. I don't even care. Okay. With a slather of mayonnaise. Yes. It's really yes. excellent. And then you know? I have to put Swiss cheese on there. Oh, do you there? Yeah, because okay. Swiss is delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all that. things summer. It's so good. It is it's so. so oh. Goodbye, summer. Goodbye, that's, BLTs. That's such a good call. Until we see each such other again. Such a good call. Well, uh, last night I was concluding the season I was watching of Homeland, (laughs) which I know is a shock for you regular (laughs) listeners. Um, But I will tell you that I, uh, you and I went out for lunch yesterday. So I wasn't hungry at dinner time. But, of course, when it was 945, it was time for me to eat and watch Homeland. Uh, So I did the uh, Utz honey wheat pretzels. Oh. Which are very good. Yeah, I've had those. Are they Uh, sticks? Yep. Uh Twists. Yeah. Along with... Rich chocolate Ovaltine <laughs> in a very large container with ice. Very nice. And it was the bomb. Excellent. A late night snack extraordinaire. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. And I had peanut butter. <laughs> Dipping the Uts in the yeah, peanut butter. Exactly. Hey, you know how to live, I'll tell you that. What did you watch? Went to the movies this week. My wife and I, we saw a really great film called Dumb Money. Highly recommended. It is essentially the story of the revenge of amateur stock traders. Oh, uh, way really? back in uh, 2021, in the midst of the pandemic, my son was talk- talking to me about this, in that the, there was a guy, a true story, uh, named Keith Gill, who was played uh, by Paul Dano in the movie. Uh, Keith Gill had like this podcast where he would get on and talk about stocks. He worked uh, as sort of like a, a small trader from Mass Mutual, this little, you know, Mass Mutual, this company. Mm-hmm. And he saw GameStop, remember the, yeah, the, sure. the video store, as an undervalued performer. And so he put $52,000 of his own money into GameStop. And he talked about it on this podcast. And he built it up and built it up. He was convinced this was. And small investors were like, yeah, because hedge fund inv- investors were selling it as short. And they wanted to bring down GameStop. So it's GameStop. So it became like this battle of the little guy, David versus Goliath. And the stock went through the roof. And it made this guy, Keith Gill, he made $35 million. Stop it. Yeah. And he's disappeared, him and his wife and his family. 
But if you stuck in there with Keith Gill and invested a little bit of money, you made cash too. And it crushed the big hedge fund people. I mean, to the tune of billions and billions. It's a great movie. Okay, so you could watch The Big Short and then you could watch this, Essentially right? the same thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's, it's like two different sides of yep. the coin. Dumb money. It's in who's theaters who's, right who's now. in it? Paul Dano is the big Oh, man. I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, he was in the Spielberg film, the Spielberg family story. Oh, he plays I didn't Steel- see Spielberg's that. Okay. dad. Oh, it's a great movie. Loved it. Okay. Um, surprise, I'm watching Homeland. It's on Hulu. <laughs> was the best news you heard this week. Okay, you know how things are like really, you know, sometimes like your life is like falling off a cliff. Okay. So this, you know, last week I was like, oh, you know, our, <laughs> our furnace has died. And now that was after you two cars were totaled in your family. Two cars were totaled, and now the, we got a furnace on the fritz. So, I mean, seriously, I've had many, many, many sleepless nights. So, in due diligence, I went out and got bids, three bids. One bid was a complete and absolute train wreck, mm-hmm. but my second bid restored my faith in humanity, and my third bid was great as well. To me, I, the good news is. The blue-collar work ethic Mm. is alive and well in this country. There are some really great people who are going to do good work for a fair price, and they're just regular people just like you and I. Mm -hmm. So I I had a really rocky road, but it's been a good week because of that. That's my good news. Okay, that's that's good. Uh, The best news I heard this week is that uh, Fat Bear Week is happening. It is underway. Fat Bear Week, Katmai uh, National Park in Alaska. This is an annual thing, and we thought it was going to be canceled because of the government shutdown. Oh. But the government shutdown was averted, so Fat Bear Week is underway. Please go online, read whatever you can about it. You vote for the bear, which has done the best job becoming obese mm-hmm. <laughs> before it's time for hibernation. Oh, okay. Peanut butter and little... It's like, it's like March Madness for uh, wildlife. <laughs> What have you been listening to? Well, I talked about this a little earlier, uh, maybe past month or so. I've fallen into a Jacob Collier hole. Oh, yeah. And this was a release. Uh, this released this song September 23rd. Here's Jacob Collier and Brandy Carlisle. Little blue, be my shelter, be my cradle, be. Be my boat, be my river, be the stillness of the moon. If I could, I'd go with you to a place I never knew. In your eyes, so dark and old. Jacob Never Collier, heard it. Brandy Carlisle. It's a new release. Oh, I love it. A little blue. Okay, well, this is not a new release, and it's the opposite of what you just played.
Bring it down a little bit, Lex. How great is that? Oh, my God. That's Count Basie. Of course it is. It's the Count Basie Band, live at the Sands in 1965. My friend Paul told me about this recording, John. You know Sinatra at the Sands. Yeah. Well, this is called Before Frank. This is what the Count Basie Band played that night before Frank came out. What? I never knew it existed. I never knew it existed. I haven't been able to listen to anything else since my friend Paul gave me the CD. Now, Sinatra at the Sands is with Count Basie. Right. So this is a prelude before Sinatra came on stage. Can you believe that? No. How long is the album? It's probably nine songs. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so, it's unbelievable. It was right after Frank turned 50. Whoa. 1965. And so this is all, you can imagine the excitement in the room. Oh, my God. Knowing what was going to happen that night. The Basie band and... The chairman of the board, I mean... In his living room, essentially. Fabulous. Take us out with that. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth. And if you owe back taxes, the news isn't good. The IRS is raising the interest rate it charges on unpaid taxes. And further rate hikes are expected. Most people don't know it, but the IRS adds interest charges to your tax debts daily. So if you owe the IRS today, you'll owe even more tomorrow. And it doesn't stop until you get right with the IRS. The good news is getting right can start with one phone call to Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm. Optima's tax professionals specialize in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that can save you thousands if you qualify. In fact, the experts at Optima have resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. And maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $7 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. See what you can save. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Reuter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Reuter. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412-REUTER2 today. Well, uh, are we 
show before we go out and check out Jeff Allen. But if you're still thinking about your plans for the weekend, let me offer a few suggestions for you. The uh, 16th annual and final Steel City Big Pour held uh, Saturday at Rockwell Park. You know where that is? Mm-hmm. Sure. Back by Construction Junction. Yep. Uh, proceeds do visit Construction Junction. 26 restaurants and 40 craft breweries. There'll also be five non-alcoholic beverage options as well. The event is ending because there's a lot of tasting events in the city. Organizers said they want to create a, a new event as well. So uh, the last call for the 16th annual Steel City Big Pour. Uh, there's an a, a art event this weekend in partnership with the Tomeco Foundation. Uh, Artist of Pittsburgh presents Commence. It's a group exhibition of 14 artists centering around the themes of beginnings, history, and nostalgia. Hmm. Open reception is from 6 to 8 this evening, and it goes on throughout the weekend. And uh, speaking of um, uh, Bloomfield, um, the Columbus Day Parade. I know, Kathy, you love a parade. (laughs) (laughs) You know I do. The Pittsburgh uh, Little Italy neighborhood will once again host the parade uh, Saturday at 11 a.m., More than 100 bands, floats, arts, uh, organizations, contributions of the region's Italian-Americans. The parade will honor former senior judge Robert Gallo of the Allegheny County Court of Common Police, who will serve as the parade's grand marshal. They also uh, feature a number of high school marching bands spinning their um, wooden guns. Mm -hmm. The parade begins near the West Penn Hospital on Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield, makes its way towards the Bloomfield Bridge. It's a short parade. Mm Mm-hmm. Very short point. Yeah. Have you been there? Oh, yeah. I've oh, been yeah. to it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Okay. Even the first, you I think know. I like it because it's short. Mm-hmm. The Chatham Baroque kick off the 2023-24 season. Chatham Baroque will present the annual Art of the Trio concert, a program that explores the idea of modern music for the violin uh, and also music from the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 21st centuries. Concert is Friday evening, this evening, at St. Nicholas Croatian Church in Millvale. Sounds like fun, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, the Festival of Combustion is going on. Whoa. I've seen the signs for this. Celebrating the industrial arts and American crafts at the uh, Cary Blast Furnace in uh, Swissville Rankin area. It's a showcase of molten iron, liquefied aluminum, and performance pours crafted for entertainment. There will also be um, music, tours, flame performances, art installations, a maker's marketplace, uh, food trucks, and fireworks. All right. Sounds cool. Not only that, um, it's also uh, Oktoberfest. Where? Yeah, Oktoberfest. It's happening in uh, Schutzen Park, which is in Millvale. Uh, this is put on by the um, Isser Taylor Bavarian Club, oh. and I have a friend who's involved in this. It's a really fun night. They have German dancing and German food, and it's going to be a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. It's Saturday night. It starts, I think, at 5 o'clock. Nice. And goes all the way till ten o'clock. So if you like yourself some German food, some brats, and all that sort of thing, then Oktoberfest is for you. Uh, potato pancakes aren't German, are they? Yes. Are they? Yes. Okay. Well, I'd like to just yes. go for the potato pancakes. Yes, absolutely. You get a t- I get a taste for something like that. Yeah. You know, kind of go. I've been thinking about. Remember, we where do we go? The, uh, the original pancake house. Boy, they have good. They have really potato good potato yeah, yeah, pancakes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about? Um, Max's Allegheny Tavern in the north side. I haven't been there Me in either. a long, long time. Me either. Are they still up and running? Yeah, they sure. Are. They're up and running. Max's. So I'd like to get a potato pancake there. Well, when I was some... a little kid, I'd eat potato pancakes there regularly. Spatzel? Spetzel. Spetzel. Mm-hmm. Spetzel, which is, by the way, delicious. Mm-hmm. I thought I would hate it, and then I went to Germany, and I thought, how can I please have more of this? What's the jazz bar over there? 
Uh, is it long gone? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James Street. James Street Tavern. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. closed. I'm sorry to see that. At least as I understand it's closed. If I'm if I'm wrong, then give us a call. All right. Hey, but in our waning uh, seconds of the show, join us for Jeff Allen tonight. Oh, come on out. Starts at 7 o'clock. Plenty you can buy them on wordfm.com before you come. It's going to be a really funny night. Laid back, low key, lots of laughs. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, sure. All right. In the meantime, have yourself a great weekend. Uh, hope to see you at church on Sunday. God bless you. Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.